BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to the Absolutely Not Podcast, where we do the most and the least at the same damn time. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Absolutely Not Podcast. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. How are you? Hope you're doing well. Hope you got a smile on your face, a tickle in your taint, and a little pep in your step. Because guess what? It's a new week to do you or someone else. I don't know, maybe a hot college professor. You figure out what you need. I am back from, uh, I guess, a trip around the world. Really decided to do as much as I possibly could in a matter of three weeks. Was in Italy, then flew, did one night in New York, as in like three hours in a hotel, flew directly to Denver. And I'll tell you what, I'm finally getting back on normal time, but going straight from Europe back to mountain time was, it was a doozy. And for the first time in my life, I have gone to bed every night around 10 o'clock. That's unheard of. You don't understand. She's a night owl. Like I thrive around 2.30 in the morning. Every single night I have been in bed at 10 p.m. I've woken up around 6. I don't know who this person is. Clearly it's the jet lag. It's not like I've gotten some new form of motivation. I'm not all of a sudden a morning person and nothing pisses me off worse than when my friends with kids say, well, when you have kids, just wait, when you have kids, you'll be a morning person. (laughs) No, I will not. I will train my children to sleep like bats or maybe, you know, wild dogs. Really dogs are den animals. They like to burrow, sleep under the couch around 11 a.m. My dog currently just sleeps as long as I do. That's what I'm here for. So don't tell me that I got to be up at 4 a.m. with my three-year-old. If he or she cannot figure out how to get on mommy's sketch, I can feel the eye rolls. I know all the eye rolls from the moms right now. Okay, Heather. (laughs) I got to look at that. Y'all, please, she's going to call us in like two years and be like, we told you so, okay? Anyways, I'm just saying. It is wild though, and I hate to admit it, it literally makes my sciatica burn to a minute, but when you get up at 6 a.m., you kind of get a lot of shit done. But I refuse to be one of those people because I've read a lot of books about sleep and it says, do not force it. I hate when you see the fucking Memes on Instagram, the top seven billionaires in the world, what do they do? They get up at 4.30, take an ice plunge bath, douse themselves in frigid cold water, then take a Newsweek daily and slap themselves across the face. They say seven daily affirmations. Then they write down their goals for the next 750 fucking years. 
Then they eat a breakfast of steamed fish and oregano. Then they masturbate to Shania Twain and head to the office all by 5.15 in the morning. Like, get the fuck out of here. I don't know. And I'm still an afternoon exercise kind of gal. Like me getting up at 6 a.m., I don't feel well enough to really push myself physically until maybe 10 a.m. So getting up early for me is kind of pointless. I get up, I, you know, ease into my day with a coffee, maybe get some work done on my computer. Me jumping into physical activity, it's not like I'm going to run 10 miles. I still like a 2 p.m. workout, a 4.30 workout. That's just where I get my stroke of energy. So if I'm getting up at six and then you expect me to do a Peloton at four, I'm busted. So while I feel like I'm up with the rest of the world, I also know that I will be a shell of a human in a couple hours. Anyways, these are personal problems. I just hate it when people are like, see what you get done. (laughs) See how much you've achieved by getting up early. I hate you. It's just an excuse to consume more calories. You do realize that, right? If you want a truly intermittent fast, if you wake up at noon, you've just skipped a meal. That's how that works. Yeah. Am I a genius? Yeah. I've been trying to tell you guys the whole time. You know, I got a wide foot and I like to be comfortable. And I'm really glad that I found Rothy's. Rothy's are pretty freaking awesome. And nothing says fall like soft plush merino wool. For the third year in a row, Rothy's is launching an exclusive autumn collection featuring washable merino wool styles. You know how nice that is? Do you know how nice it is to be able just to wash your dang flats? They're incredibly comfortable, cozy, and 100% machine washable. Because, you know, fall weather is a little tricky. If you step in a weird puddle, you want to make sure that you can throw those bad boys in the wash, and they're as good as new. Plus, they come in a variety of colors, patterns, and styles. So my favorite right now is they have, it's called like the driver. It looks like a, you know, a driving shoe. They have an animal print driver shoe that is Chef's Kiss, amazing. Also, with all of their new shoes, I'm just letting you know with the new arrivals, which are my jam, they have it in this really cool color. It's called Red Clementine, okay? It's the drivers in Red Clementine. They also, hey, just a side note, have awesome, awesome male shoes. That's right. For any of the guys listening, Rothy's shoes aren't just for women anymore. That's right. Rothy's now sells men's sneakers and the men's driving loafers. Rothy's men's line features the same level of craftsmanship as the women's line. Durable, washable, and better for the planet. Plus, rigorously tested for the perfect fit wash after wash. Also, the community of folks that have bought Rothy's just, they have amazing things to say about the product. I love these shoes. They're so comfortable. I throw them in my bag for when I'm on tour. It's a nice way to kind of look chic and sharp, but you can just throw them in your bag and um, they're not heavy. They're so light. They're so easy to pack, but it also just tailors your outfit and makes you look like, you you know, you got your life together. Literally to help you welcome fall season in style, Rothy's is doing something special. That's right. They gave us the chance to share this super rare opportunity with our listeners for a limited time. Right now, you can get $20 off your purchase at rothys.com slash absolutely. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash absolutely. Head to rothys.com slash absolutely to find your new favorites today. Anywho, back from Denver, had a great time. I have to really give a hospitality shout out to the city of Denver. First of all, Colorado, clean, friendly, air is crisp, drugs are good, food is great. Everybody was so unbelievably friendly. Like since such great suggestions, I had one of the best chocolate chip cookies of my life. It's some coffee shop. It's got it like an Icelandic Norwegian name, like something like that. 
it was near the Union Station train station. Union Station, I think that's what it was called. But it was a great chocolate chip cookie. It had the perfect amount of Malden salt on it. I was very into it. But I really, had, I just, we had a great time. We got there a couple of days early. We got some IVs, tried to, you know, combat the altitude sickness. I was feeling pretty good, but I did get a little touch of maybe possible light food poisoning. No hater shade to the restaurant, and I won't say who it is because they had great food, but I think we may have overdone it. You know, you just get traveler's tummy. Going from not shitting for two weeks to then too much, it's just, it's a lot. So while I was on stage on, on Saturday, it was, I was clenching. It was a lot. No, Friday. What I don't know what day of the week it is. But anywho, Denver, amazing audience, amazing crowd. Shout out to the lady who just stood up and yelled kitty queefs. That really made me giggle. And I just adore you guys. One of the biggest shows I've ever played. And so that was a really cool opportunity. And you guys couldn't have been better and couldn't have been kinder. And I'm just so grateful. I don't know how many times I can say it. I really genuinely mean it. I hope you know that it comes from an earnest humble place. I'm just so grateful that uh, y'all come and see me and let me perform for you and let me giggle. And we're back to just kind of looking, hopefully, on a positive side of life. You know, we got dark there for a minute. We got dark there for about a year and a half. But I'm hoping we can move through and find something good, some sort of silver fucking lining or a light at the end of the tunnel. But it feels good to just laugh about dumb shit again. Um, I'm going to get into the voicemails real quick. Just kind of want to give you a recap on what a I guess, slap in the face, financial shakedown it's been since snapping back into the reality of coming home. You know, I've always been a little bit of a a nomad, okay? A gypsy, if you will. They say you can't use that word anymore, but a gypsy is, uh, I love a coin purse. You know, I love a loose headscarf. Anyways, I enjoy being on the road, but there is supposed to be something like very refreshing about coming home. I was just so... I just wanted to sleep in my own bed. So Saturday, I got on an earlier flight, came to the house, and Jeff was having a full-blown frat party at the house. Now, I am not complaining. I adore his friends from high school. He had planned this a long time ago, and it was really fun to come back home, and I showed up with like 10 suitcases, and there's eight dudes in my backyard playing beer pong, listening to like Kenny Chesney, and I'm like, let's go. So I open the gate, and I come around the corner, and I'm like, mom's here. And they're like, yes, we're playing on beer pong. And it was just great. And I just had like a one little inkling of maybe what I'll be like as a mother when my kids are teens. Like, um, as long as you guys all put your car keys in the fishbowl, you're staying here. Bruiser, Bruiser and Spike, look at me right now. You're not driving. If I'm going to be the cool mom and you want to have two course lights, what was that? Bruiser? No, 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 no. You're staying. And no one's getting in the pool unless I'm out here. I don't care if you're 15 and you play travel soccer. You're on a travel league soccer team and you have very muscular legs. No one's getting in the pool unless I'm out here. Thank you. Like that's how I felt coming around the corner. And then my son, my cherub, my turkey came running down the stairs, barreling towards me. And we made out and it was just like, we are one, we're together. And it felt good. And then I was immediately kicked out of the house because Jeff had his cousin Keith sleeping in the bed with him. And I met my mom at a hotel. I literally had enough time. They gave me 10 minutes and a glass of wine. They're like, okay, you can shower. You can, you know, get a smaller overnight bag and then you got to get the hell out of here. And I was like, it's fine. That was our deal. I said, I'll let you party like a rock star with the boys and I'll get the hell out of here and Robin and I will stay at a hotel. Okay, so let me just explain to you what a jarring, it's just been like a shock back into reality. First of all, my stomach's already been touch and go, okay? My asshole's been clenched since last Friday because I got a little touch of something, okay? 
And I booked my mom at this great hotel up at near us. It's a great little awesome boutique hotel. Fantastic. My mom, so everything's already paid for. Okay. I put down my credit card, not a problem, yada, yada, yada. My mom calls Christina because if my mom can ever get in touch with me, she calls Christina because Christina like helps me with everything in my life and I adore her. And my mom literally worships the ground Christina walks on. My mom calls Christina. She's like, Christina, I don't know what to do. They're asking me for a credit card and they won't let me downgrade my room or use my AARP discount or my airline discount. Now, let me tell you something right now. My mom worked for the airlines. It's an airline called Eastern Airlines. She worked for Eastern Airlines back in the 80s. Then it went belly up fucking bankrupt. My mom checking into this hotel, she did not realize that she just needed to put down a credit card for incidentals, right? That's what you do anywhere. You rent a car, you put a credit card down for insurance. That's just what you do. She panics. This woman, first of all, who can obviously afford it, panics. And I don't know what's happened to our parents where they've just like, like regressed. Like, I don't know what it is where my mom has now in her seventies become such a cheap fucking bitch. (laughs) Panicked. Panicked. She's also doing that thing that now that I've had some mild success where she'll just like, she can't find her wallet ever. I'm like, mom, you're good. Like dad, left you good. And she's always like, Heather, I don't know where my wallet is. I haven't been able to find it for three days. I'm like, well, were you robbed? Do you need to check your credit card? She's like, no, you can cover Starbucks, can't you? You can cover Panera Bread, can't you? Gross. We don't go to Starbucks or Panera Bread, so I don't know why I use those as examples. You can cover Macaroni Grill, can't you? You can cover Houston's, can't you? All that. My mom has not reached in her purse to pay for lunch or dinner for the last three and a half fucking years. And I am literally getting salty about it. So she calls Christina panicking. Christina, they want my credit card. I mean, this is outrageous. Do you know how much this room is for the weekend? And Christina's like, Robin, it's for just incidentals. Put down your Amex. Don't worry. They'll still charge Heather's card. Don't worry. So I asked my mom. I said, mom, call my mom. And I'm like, mom, why are you panicking? Also, why are you trying to use an airline discount that went bankrupt? Every time. My mom could walk into fucking Crate and Barrel, you know, and she's going to try and use... She's going to try and use her airline discount. Do you do something for seniors? You do the airline discount? And they're like, yeah, ma'am, what airline do you work for? Eastern Airlines. Went bankrupt, belly up 25 years ago. But still, I mean, I put in my time and I got no pension from them because they went bankrupt. So I I get 10% off, right? (laughs) Anybody else's parents at that point in their life? The AARP. And then Robin, though, if you're like, Robin, you're old. She's like, fuck you. 73. I look better than all your mothers. So it's a doozy. It's like she uses, she's a trickster. She uses the age to an advantage to get a 10% discount at a store that does not accept old airline, defunct airlines. But then when you call her out for like, hey, maybe we are actually going to book, I don't know, say a cruise, where they actually would give you the discount. She's like, I'm not doing that. No, because then they're going to, they're going to put on my profile. She's old. I'm not doing that. So it doesn't make sense. My mom is starting to panic about the stuff that she doesn't need to panic about and not panicking about like when her attorneys call her and they're like, the IRS has been after you for six years. (laughs) I'm kidding, but you know what I'm saying. I'm actually not kidding. But listen to this shit. So we're sitting down at dinner, doing a nice catch up, having a nice glass of wine, sharing some food. And Robin just drops this bomb on me. And now I feel like I have to go murder someone. She says, Heather, I was talking to this guy in the Bumbles and he ghosted me. 
I saw a rage. I blacked out. There was steam heat coming from the back of my throat, through my nose, out my eyeballs. I said, what? Oh yeah, Heather, this guy, I was talking to Mahdi something and he ghosted me. I said, did you meet up with him? First of all, my mom and I have a rule. If she wants a date, she's absolutely not allowed to go anywhere with a gentleman. I don't care if he has full-blown dimension, doesn't know where he is. She is not allowed to go on a date with anybody unless I am secretly there. I will wear a mustache. I will be in the corner. I will get a job at that restaurant a week prior to be a, I don't know, bartender, server, hostess. I will literally go as like an undercover boss just to keep an eye on this woman. That is how dedicated I am to keeping my mother safe amongst these hussy older gentlemen that are trying to come for her, but really don't even know her worth. So she said, no, I didn't meet up with them, Heather, but you know, we were talking on the bumbles and then he started texting me and he texted me at 7 a.m. one day and I wake up at nine, again, late riser for an older broad. And I didn't respond right away. And then he blocked my number and deleted me on the app. I mean, what a fucking little bitch. And I said, who is this man? I need his name, his address, his grandkids' address. Every single one of the family's getting him to the, the back of the neck. How dare you? You know, but then I realized it's the same with all men. They get their little dicks hurt when you don't respond to them right away. My mom's 73. She's not fucking playing games. She's like, I wasn't awake yet. And because I didn't respond right away, you know, it's ridiculous. Also, my Bumble got suspended because I told them I had paid up front. And then my Bumble got suspended because I switched credit cards because I wanted to use a credit card that would give me a 10% discount. You know, my credit card from the airlines. I'm like, mom, you have not had that job for 25 years. That discount does not work. So then we're leaving the hotel. Okay. We're leaving the, first of all, she went down to one of the stores that was in this area, bought herself her own wine glass because she didn't like the wine glasses at the hotel. <laughs> One singular wine glass. Then we're leaving and we have to walk kind of far to her car. I go, mom, you didn't validate? She goes, no, too expensive. Are you out of your mind? You got to pay $25 a day? Oh my God. I'm like, mother, you drive a Mercedes. Like, I love that you're smart and frugal because I am smart and frugal about certain things. Never pay full price for anything, but come on. You, you know, like what? She made me schlep my 10 bags four and a half miles because she didn't want to pay. Then when the overnight parking from her being there three days was $36, I thought her head was going to roll off. Are you shitting $36 for parking? You know what? This is how they take advantage of widows. <laughs> I was like, mom, I cannot. This next sponsor is an absolute no-brainer. It's the Pill Club. And this is one of the coolest companies I've ever found. Truly, because it just like, what? this is a no-brainer. Why didn't we think of this sooner? Here's the deal. Healthcare for women is unnecessarily complicated. You know it, I know it. Literally, why would you not use the Pill Club? Because what they do is you go online, you get your medicine discreetly delivered, all your self-care goodies, and number of the brands that the Pill Club offers are incredible. You already use them. So the Pill Club carries over 120 FDA-approved brands. Most brands of birth controls are free with insurance or Medicaid. Otherwise, prices start as low as $7 per month without insurance. It was so complicated when I couldn't get my prescriptions refilled. And then I would go to a pharmacy and then I have to wait there for 20 minutes. And then they had an attitude. It's like, I just go on Pill Club, load up my information, and I can affordably get the stuff sent to my house and discreetly. So I don't have to have them yelling over the intercom, Heather, 
Heather McMahon, your birth control's ready. Everybody in the store doesn't need to know this. It's honestly so easy and I'm so here for it. Also, a $10 donation to bedsider.org when you become a patient, which helps low-income individuals get access to birth control, like medication and transportation costs, which is an awesome way to give back. The Pill Club delivers birth control to your door for free in discreet packaging. What's more, their licensed medical team is just a text away to give you the best reproductive health care. So skip the office visit and waiting in line at the pharmacy and join the club. Right now, when you go to thepillclub.com slash absolutely, the Pill Club is offering a $10 donation to bedsider.org for every Absolutely Not listener who becomes a patient. Your donation will help low-income individuals get access to birth control through bedsider.org. That's thepillclub.com slash absolutely to get your first birth control care package and donate to help more women in need of affordable birth control. Again, remember, it's thepillclub.com slash absolutely, and you must use the link to make a donation. Then today she had to get something from her attorney because she is dealing, we're dealing with the HOA, we're dealing with the IRS. Basically, I am in this real panic mode because I feel like a lot of people are trying to take advantage of my mother and I don't like it. It's fucking disgusting and done and I'm keeping a track record and it's, I, I just, I'm starting to really realize how these fucking men, these older men like to try and take advantage of a widow and it's bullshit. And Robin's from Boston. And if you don't think Boston Robin's going to come out real quick, you're out of your fucking mind. And if you don't think Georgia Heather is going to come out, I will whip off these hoops. I will put on my shit kickers and we will brawl in a jello pit in my own backyard and Rigatoni will be the ref. And that's how I feel. You got beef with Robin, you show up to my backyard and we will wrestle for it. It's all men. There's not a single woman. There's one woman. It's all men right now, older men who are trying to, these narcissistic fucking douche lords. It's all men. And I, mm, God, I can't say what I want to say. I'm just saying I open, sleeping with one eye open when it comes to the writing on the wall for a lot of this, you know? I don't know. I'm just, I'm just very protective right now. Meanwhile, my mother, you know, won't even help herself out by valeting the car. That's where we're at. So it's like I went on this great trip and then I, I work my ass off. I do the show and then I come home to just a frat house. My mother panicking. My mother telling me she's ghosted, dealing with attorneys all morning. I mean, it just doesn't fucking stop. It's not like you get to ease back into it. And I'm not, listen, I'm richly blessed. I am in no way complaining, but I'm complaining to you because you're my buddy. It's just, it's jarring. It's a shakedown. You land and you got 15 fucking bills to pay. You know, I need an assistant for my mother because I can't even go through her fucking emails. You know, she's also at that point where she has 750,000 unopened emails, 90% of them telling her, you know, you could get a discount. You could get a discount at the Macaroni Grill if you let them know that you worked for an airline 25 years ago. Also, this woman, I don't give a fuck. Okay, you know what? I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to say anything because I'm just going to, I'm going to, I'm going to shut it down. I'm going to shut it down. I will tell you, I'll let Robin say it. I'll tell you what I want to say when I, I get signed off by an attorney. But <laughs> it's some crazy shit. Give me like a week. Let me just get through this next week of legal battles. And then I will tell you some really great shit. You know what? I'm not even going to say it on the podcast. I'll say it on the road. Get your tickets at heatherontour.com. I'm just, I'm wiling. I'm wiling out. I'm wheeling and dealing. Let's get to the voicemails. As always, you can call in 800-213-7503. Shout out to everybody who's bought tickets. I'm coming to Indianapolis this week and then Detroit. Cannot wait to be in the Dirty D and the, I don't know, 
itchy eye. Cannot wait. I've never been to Indianapolis. I've never been to Detroit. We are going to really bust down Tatiana this weekend. It's going to be great. I still have um, some tickets to some other shows. I don't know which ones. Reading, Pennsylvania. Please get your tickets to Reading, Pennsylvania. Get your tickets to any of the other cities. I know a lot of it's sold out, but if you want to come, it's going to be a great time. Columbus, Ohio. We have a lot of tickets left in Columbus. Come. Go to heatherontour.com. We're going to be giggling, doing the most and the least at the same damn time. Enough of my bitching. Enough of my overprotectiveness over my mother. Actually, that will never stop. But let's get into the voicemails. Again, you can always call in. 800 800- 213-7503. Let's get into it. Hey, Heather. This is Mary Land from Dallas, Texas. I am calling with an absolutely yes and an absolutely not. Absolutely yes to finding love. My mom has been single for about 20 years and she has found love, but absolutely not to parents treating their children like they are the adults. I am not here to run your life. I'm not here to plan your wedding and make your life choices and be in the middle of arguments. I am also not here to hear about your new fiance's sun titties, as we're calling them, because he has tattoos of suns around his nipples. So absolutely not to sun titties and absolutely not to being the adult family relationship, but we do love to see love. All right. Love and light. Thanks for listening. I hope you have a wonderful week. Mary Lynn, I believe that's what you said. Mary Lynn, thanks so much for calling in. Man, this couldn't come at a more perfect time. I agree. I mean, listen, I I want my mom to be able to find somebody great. I I want to see my other friends' moms who are widowed or divorced be able to have that opportunity because it's kind of bullshit. If you look at, I mean, honestly, whatever, it's not my place to say, but a lot of men, if they lose their wives or if they get divorced, they automatically get remarried, whether they like the bitch or not. I have so many girlfriends whose dads got remarried and they cannot stand their new wife, but they still did it because men need to be taken care of. Women, we're good. Like we ease back into it. We honestly and truly, my mom is at this point where she's like, I want to date again. I want to have a good time, but I had the love of my life. Like, I just want to travel and be able to go do things and, and have fun and have, you know, a partnership. But she's like, I don't need to marry the guy. Like, I he, I don't need him for financial reasons and he sure as fuck shouldn't need me for the same. But I love to hear it. I love to hear that your mom is met somebody. But yeah, it's very jarring. It's, I don't know what has happened, but the tables have turned. Obviously, when my dad passed, I knew that I would have to, you know, take care of my mom. And so many folks ask, like, why did you move back home with your mom? Well, first of all, she's my buddy. We have a fucking blast together. She's a love of my life. I adore her. I'm so grateful that I still have my mom in my life and that we're able to have these cool, fun experiences together. That being said, though, I am now the husband and I've really had to work through this through therapy because I am her husband. Not even Jeff is her husband. (laughs) I am the husband. You know, I am vacation dad. I'm the one who gets the rental car when we go on family trips. I'm the one who figures out where we're staying. I made the dinner reservations. I mean, fully down to the point where I bought fucking Birkenstocks and New Balance sneakers. I am vacation dad. That's fine. I enjoy that. But it is alarming. Like I'm the protector. I said, do I need to go to the range and, you know, sharpen my weapon skills? I just called a security company. They're coming out to install 15 fucking cameras at our house because the ones from Costco to me weren't strong enough. (laughs) This is where I'm at. It's just another level of protection and loving your parent. But then it's also wild to think that I'm in the driver's seat. Why? I am still 
wildly immature. I should not be in charge of planning anything. I should not be in charge of being able to look at my mother's estate or have the deed to the house or any of these things. I am not mature enough. I get up on stage in front of thousands of people, make an ass of myself and talk about how I have possible eczema, you know, on my ass. And you want me to be in charge of speaking to an attorney? It's wild. How to have great nails on the go? Well, it's easy. It's the Olive in June Manny system. It's the answer to salon perfect nails at home. Olive in June polish lasts seven plus days and does not chip. I can speak from experience. With the Manny system, each at-home Manny comes out to just $2. Here's the deal. There's no reason why you should be breaking the bank and sitting in the chair at the salon for six and a half hours and you get that weird cramp in the back of your neck and your lower back because you're like, I'm sitting weird in this chair when you can use the Olive and June at-home Manny system to get salon perfect nails in the comfort of your own home. Here's the thing. Their colors are gorgeous. I truly think that they are on the pulse of what looks good, what is in fashion. I have have so many of their colors. And so I started throwing them in my bag. So that way I can just touch up on the road if I need to. And it's just, I love their company. I think they have really great products. The polish is amazing. My friend, sister, mother, brother, all ask if my polish was gel. No, honey, it's just olive in June. It is so shiny and does not chip. And it's freaking awesome. Right now you can get 20% off your first Manny system with my code. Absolutely. So your new nail life is here. Get 20% off your first mini system when you use promo code absolutely at oliveandjune.com. Hey, we are done with expansive. I said it like that. We are done with expensive bad manis. This is the new us now. Okay? Again, go to oliveandjune.com and get 20% off your first mini system when you use promo code absolutely at oliveandjune.com. So now you were saying that you were in charge of like planning your mom's new nuptials, which also I'm sure is a little bit of an emotional clusterfuck for you. Like, I don't know what your relationship was with your father, but I'm sure like, listen, I love to plan a party. I love it. I'm excited. I know you're like, all right, let's fucking go. You want to make it nice for your mom. But I'm sure in a little bit of a way, you're like, how the fuck did I get here? This isn't father of the bride. Okay. How did I get here? That was me at this hotel this weekend with my mother for maybe eight hours. Have I even turned the TV on all weekend? I didn't know how to do it. Hit the remote, mom. Oh, okay. I didn't see it. Where was it? On the bedside table next to the phone that you've used to call down to the front desk to ask them questions about how to, you know, make the room warmer. That's the other thing. Why is it my mom and my husband are eventually going to duke it out in the backyard over the fucking thermostat? We have the nest, okay? I don't know if I really like it. It's fine. It's whatever. But Jeff can control it on his phone. He is literally, he and my mom are best friends. He's literally been like, Robin, I will put you in a home so quickly if you fucking touch this nest again. We catch her all the time. It's like, she says, I won't touch the thermostat. And then immediately, it's just almost like like a twitch. She goes and she touches it, turns it up to 78. I said, mom, I have hot flashes. I am overweight right now. I cannot handle this. This house is a sauna and not in the, I'm at a sweat lodge wearing some sort of infrared suit and I feel good and I'm detoxifying. This is, I'm having a panic attack because this wool sweater that you forced me to put on to see if it still fits and you and I both know it isn't going to fit is choking me out right now. That's where I'm at. 
But I know this is a reality for a lot of folks, whether both of your parents are still with you or whatever. It's just, when did we get to this point where we're supposed to be the mature ones making these big life decisions and or just making sure our parents pay for valet and quit being cheap fucks? (laughs) You know what I mean? When? One of my best friends had her baby this week and a beautiful baby girl. And she called me and I said, who's, you know, watching her other daughter? She's like, oh, I just called my mom. She had my daughter up at 1130 at night watching Peppa Pig. And here I was, eight centimeters. This baby is about to start crowning soon. And I just couldn't do anything about it. She said, well, what the fuck was I going to do? And I'm like, yeah, I hear you. My mom could have rigatoni on the roof and I would just have to go with it. But we love them. That's why we do it. But when did we get in the driver's seat? That's a great fucking question. And I'm in the driver's seat. I am Formula One, baby. I I am sponsored by Ferrari. I can barely fit in the car. And that's probably why I have such anxiety all the time. But I am a lubed up, too heavy to be an athlete, Formula One driver in one of those tiny Ferraris. Helmet is on. My vision is blurry. And I'm going 100, no, 250 miles down the Autobahn trying to figure out how to maintain my mother's attorney's bills, how to make sure she doesn't get clubbed over the head, how to find out how to to hunt down the man who ghosted her on Bumble and stab him in the neck. There are so many things to do while continuously entertaining y'all and having enough energy to maybe give Jeff a handjob at the end of the night. You know what I mean? The pressure is on. So I feel you being the parent, it's a switcheroo and we're here, you know, if you've been through anything interesting about being the parent, please call into the hotline. I'd love to hear about it. 800-213-7503. You know what? But absolutely yes. I know it's an absolutely not to, to having to deal with the bullshit, but absolutely yes to doing it because they've taken care of us for so long and absolutely yes to having these beautiful golden years with your parents or with a loved one because you can't get this time back. I mean, I, my mom and I, Y'all, this morning, she had to sign something for her attorney. She literally could not figure out how to open the PDF. I then had to to print it out, scan it, send it back, encrypt it. Like, it's just, I said, mom, what's your Gmail password? I don't know. Try interior design, 75441, exclamation point. Heather is a decent child.net. I'm like, what? (laughs) You know what I mean? What? Okay, maybe it's, hold on, hold on. Erica Jane knew that Tom Girardi wasn't paying victims, 65117, dollar sign. You're like, mom, I, I can't. Yet somehow with a complicated password, she still gets hacked all the time. Riddle me this. Oy vey. Thank you for calling in. Let's get to the next voicemail. Hey, Heather, it's your girl, Danielle, from Gilbert, Arizona. My absolutely not today is that when you're stressed out and people go, just let it go. Like, if it was that easy, I would have just let the stress go. Like, just let it go. No, like, I'm stressed out for a reason. My wedding's in 30 days. Work has been absolutely insane. And my fiance has had horrible health problems the last couple of weeks. So, yes, I'm stressed out. And it's a little hard to just let it go. So, that's my absolutely not for you today. Love and light. Bye. Thank you for calling. Wow, I could not agree with you more. There's nothing fucking worse than when someone says, let it go. And you know who says this a lot? I say this to myself. And I know that this is a flaw. I let too many things go. I brush things off. I don't worry. I'm like, okay, while I'm worried and stressed, 
somebody could do me dirty dog wrong. And I'm like, whatever, let it go. I ran into my cousins this weekend, my cousin Kelly and, and Shannon, and we were all laughing and sh- just sharing old stories. We were all laughing about how, we, I guess as McMahons, we all have the same sentiment where literally my cousin Kelly was like, yeah, if you notice that we just let things go, we're just like things that we shouldn't let go, we do let go because that's just how we were like, I don't know if it's in our, you know, communal DNA. We're just like, yeah, you know what, honestly, oh, mm-hmm, you just stole all of my money and burned down my house. Yeah, I'm just, listen, let it go. I really don't have the bandwidth right now to deal with it. <laughs> Then I come home to other certain things. I'm like, no, I can't let this go. Like, this is actually important. But it kind of was refreshing to know that within my family, we all kind of are, I guess, apathetic about certain things. Nonchalant, if you will. I don't know. That's probably not a great quality. But either way, there is nothing more annoying when you are stressed out, when you're like, no, this is important. And somebody says, let it go. Fuck off. You know what you should have let go a long time ago? Capri pants. But for some reason, Michelle, you're still wearing them. Shape-ups. They are not helping you form an ankle or a calf. We told you the Capri pant, it actually should be Capri, because that's how you pronounce it. It's not Capri Italy, it's Capri. We've been trying to tell you that these three-fourth pants that hit right at your thick fucking ankle don't look good. And that the shape-ups have not been helping. But yet I got to get an attitude from you when I realize that I've got to deal with attorneys and other shit and I've got bills to pay and I have people on the payroll and I got to make sure that, you know, the ship keeps sailing. You want to say, let it go. I will punch you so hard in your donkey teeth. You will not see it coming. Some girl at the at the meet and greet Q&A on Saturday said, she had an absolutely not. She said she was in the bathroom and she was an adorable girl. I mean, had a really cute outfit on, kind of like a loose uh, white blouse, but looked great. Crisp shirt, loved it. She said that some woman, of course, only a fucking bitch would say this, went up to her and goes, are you pregnant? And she said, no. And this was a fairly petite woman, very cute girl. She said, are you pregnant? And she said, no. Oh, no, I'm not. And she goes, then why are you wearing that shirt? Who says that? If you come to a Heather McMahon comedy show and insult somebody in the bathroom, I will find out what seat you're in and I will eject you. A la Tesla style, Elon Musk, you will shoot through the roof of a very historic theater and I don't care where you land. Because the only person who's allowed to talk shit in that building is me. I mean, come on. Now that I would let go because she was probably a horrible person. But either way, just let it go. Oh, yeah, I'm just going to let go the fact that I am possibly have to commit a crime on some man that I don't even know who ghosted my mother. (laughs) Excuse me? Also, I'm so sorry to hear that your um, fiance has been in bad health. I Obviously, that is private information for you, but I just want you to know I'm going to say a quick prayer right now. Lord, please be with our friend's fiance and help him to be healthy and restored. In Jesus' name, amen. I mean, that's stressful. And of course, you know, I've already said this, but the COVID brides, we're already a little itchy behind the neck. The nape of my neck has had a raw spot. Like I am a lab who has allergies and I just keep scratching it. Do you know one of my dearest friends, and I know she'll hear this, and I'm obviously not going to say her name. Let's call her Elizabeth. Elizabeth was so stressed out with her family bullshit, with work bullshit, that she got a little tick, like a, 
And her doctor said, if you don't take it down seven notches because you're carrying the weight of the world of your family and your business on your shoulders right now, you might have a heart attack. She's a very slender woman. Full tick. Eye twitch. Full tick. Couldn't drive her car for two fucking weeks. Full tick. And as women specifically, I'm speaking on the only sex I know, which is female sex. We just do the things to get them done because we multitask like motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? God did not put in men's DNA the ability to do more than like two things at once. And you know, I've realized something in my life. In business, I take a step back. I'm a doer. Okay, hold on, that sounded contradictory. In business, I am a self-starter, like with the podcast, I do it all on my own. My comedy, I do it all on my own. You know, like there's everything that I've done, I've created on my own. But now when it comes to, you know, like letting agents and managers and producers and such make decisions, I step back and I go, let's, you know, like, like, let me know where I'm going to be on Tuesday. Just give me the itinerary and let me show up. Because in my personal life, I'm in the driver's seat. Like I said, Formula One, Ferrari can barely fit in the car. So in business, I'm still driving the car and I've set up the opportunities, but then I let somebody else tell me where I need to be. Does that make sense? In the actual physical planning and the execution of different things in my personal life, I am 100% the agent, the manager, the attorney. That is my job, the vacation dad. So I think like on our trip in Italy, I did everything. You know what I mean? Plan the driver, plan the hotels, excursion, da, da, da. All of it. I mean, Jeff had the audacity at one point. He was like, where are we going to dinner tonight? Because I don't know if I want to eat at nine o'clock. I was like, it's fucking Europe, Jeff. The only time people go to dinner is nine o'clock and you're going to go to a great restaurant. It's literally in three and a half minutes. It's 8.57. We are about to leave the hotel. Shut up. And then he gets there and he's like, this is really good. I'm like, no, no shit. What was I even talking about? Just let it go. I can't let it go. There's too much to be done. Yeah, you know what I'm going to let go? I'll tell you what I'll let go of. You on my guest list for my wedding. Caroline, cut. Bye. Not invited. Don't send a gift. Don't be none. Don't start none. Don't want one. Okay? Thank you. Bye-bye. That's where I'm at. Just let it go. Hey, how about you just... I don't know. Get off my jock. A la Bethany Frankel. That's where we're at. Thank you for calling in. Let's get to the next voicemail. Dear women everywhere, let's start a fashion revolution. Old Navy is changing the shopping game with body quality. That means size equality, price equality, and style for women everywhere. That's right. Old Navy is making every one of its styles in every size with no difference in price because we deserve it. And our sisters, moms, and friends do too. Old Navy's body quality started with you, the customer. Old Navy read thousands of product reviews, conducted thousands of interviews, even went on shopping trips with real customers to hear what you had to say. And they really, really listened. If you've ever seen something you loved and thought it was just straight up rude that it wasn't made in your size, Old Navy heard you. Every one of their women's styles is now available in the full range in the store. It's also another cool thing that they have mannequins that look like you. They have mannequins ranging in sizes two and 12. So you can go into the store and be like, hey, 
I love that sweater. And it's nice to see what I look like in that sweater because that mannequin represents me. I am really proud to work with Old Navy. I think that what they've done is friggin' fantastic. Also, body quality means that now in every store, you'll see mannequins in multiple sizes. And online, you can see the styles on models you love in sizes 4, 12, and 18. It means consistent and comfortable fit for every size, double zero through 30, extra small through 4X. Took years of work, tons of revisions, thousands of people, including customers, to create this fully integrated shopping experience. That's body quality, a revolutionized shopping experience for women everywhere. See oldnavy.com slash body quality for additional details, styles subject to availability. Hi, Heather. Just coming at you from the freeway on Santa Barbara. Absolutely not to Brian Laundry just outdoing the FBI. And absolutely yes. To dog the bounty hunter doing the Lord's work. I just had to say, I am way too invested in this case. I just spend all my time reading about it. And I don't know how this fucker is getting away from millions of people watching him. They're looking for him. I don't know how he's doing it. All I got to say is absolutely not to a potential murderer being out in the loop. Don't like it. Love and light. See ya. I love this, a little forensic files. I totally agree with you. This whole search for this guy, Brian Laundry, is really wild. And I mean, I feel just heartbroken for the young girl, her family. I mean, can you imagine? And the, the, Okay, I'm not going to sit here and try and give you guys all the exact facts because truly there's new stuff coming in all the time. But essentially, if you don't know about this case, this gentleman, Brian Laundry, excuse me, this criminal, murdered his girlfriend. And he then went back to his parents' house without his girlfriend. I guess they're, they were bloggers or YouTubers and they'd been sharing their van life, hashtag van life experience. And then all of a sudden, they just got into some domestic dispute out in Wyoming. And then he killed her, left her body out there, and then just headed back to his parents' house in, whatchamacallit, in Florida, and then acted like nothing happened. Could you imagine if I just showed up to my parents' house like without Jeff after we'd been in the middle of Wyoming for like three months and I just don't mention it? Like my mom would be like, oh yeah, that's a murder. You know what I'm saying? So now the big deal is that Dog the Bounty Hunter, who's an icon, a, a legend, uh, we are not worthy of dogs, literal, I'm sniffing like a dog, hunting skills. I mean, he is Dog the Bounty Hunter. I'll just have a, let you know a little fun fact. Working at the gym, Soul Cycle. obviously I came into crazy celebrities all the time. Madonna, Beyonce, P. Diddy. I mean, you name it, I've waited on them hand and foot. And they, I have never, so help me God, been more starstruck in my life than when I saw Dog the Bounty Hunter outside in the courtyard. He was walking into Equinox. My entire staff was like, Heather, come out here. It's Dog. And I ran outside and I saw him. The mullet is real. The long hair, the leather weathered skin, sun-kissed shoulders, the rough texture of the face, the glasses, the wraparound hard shell Oakley glasses. All of it. He had a sleeve, like a cutoff shirt. Like he had just taken the sleeves off in his truck at the valet. That's where we were at. And I could smell him. I could smell the charisma, the passion, the forensic files. I could smell it on him as he brushed by me to go into Equinox. And I, that was the moment where I said, wow, this is a legend. We are not worthy of the skills of Dog the Bounty Hunter. And if you didn't watch the show, it was amazing. So essentially what our caller has said is, you know, if you're invested in the Brian Laundry case, it's really crazy. This guy's gone missing. His parents are basically hiding out in their house and in Florida, not saying anything. They don't know where he went, but apparently he left his wallet and his cell phone at home so they can't track him. He's going off the grid. 
And Dog the Bounty Hunter's like, fuck this. I'm going to find this guy. Now, it's interesting what they're searching for. And what I read online is that they're able to get him on like wire fraud charges, not necessarily murder yet. Now, I don't know how that stands up in a court of law, but regardless, that's what they're getting him on. And I saw this great meme online and it said, if Dog the Bounty Hunter finds Brian Laundry, guess what? I'm never paying taxes again. 100% fully agree with that. I would rather hire a private investigator, i.e. Dog the Bounty Hunter, give him all of my monies and let him just do fugitive runs from now until his brittle bones can't do it anymore than pay anybody in the government to do anything. He had those hot sons that he kind of would fight with a little bit. And they also had the same shoulder length hair that was, you know, very mullet-esque, but they were lived in Hawaii and had kind of, you know, a hot Hawaiian vibe. And rest in peace, Beth, his gorgeous wife, Beth, who also like ran QuickBooks for him, took the incoming calls. She also got out in the field with a taser or two. And God bless her, rest in peace. Beth, unfortunately, died of cancer couple years ago. And what do you know? I think dog's gotten remarried. Let's see. I think dog got dog, the bounty hunter wife, new wife. Let's see. I think he has a new wife. He's got a, does he? I don't know. I don't want to speak too soon. Does he have a new wife? Yeah. Yeah. He got married. She looks lovely. Francie Fran is what her name is. Two years after Beth Chapman's death. I told you, doesn't matter. Men always find somebody to take care of them. Meanwhile, women, we're out here just fucking doing the most holding on by a friggin' thread. Well, I mean, good for him. I'm I'm not saying that he shouldn't, you know, move on. But Beth, what an icon. But yeah, we got dog. There's literally a video of him in a fucking swamp. We got to protect this man at all costs. You know who else? If my mom does eventually go on a date, eventually, I will have dog the bounty hunter in a booth and I will not make him dress up in costume. I'm not going to let him, you know, slide in. I want him to actually, I will pay the restaurant to allow Dog the Bounty Hunter in his regular full outfit, full uniform, cut-off shirt, leather vest, jeans, gun on the holster, gun on the hip. I will pay the restaurant to allow Dog to be the hostess. And when this man comes in, Dog has, I'm going to request this, the dog slowly tilts down his Oakley sunglasses, looks at the guy and goes, are you Walter? Just so you know, I will fuck you up if this doesn't go well. And then like slowly pushes Oakley's back up. And I want dog to be smoking a cigarette. That's the best part is half the time when he's apprehending a fugitive, he's got a loose ciggy hanging out of his mouth. (laughs) Like old school style. Old school. You know who else can do that? It's the Navy SEALs, Green Berets, and dog. Those are the only three folks that are allowed to do it. Navy SEALs, Green Berets, and Dog the Bounty Hunter are the only people who are strong enough to arrest someone or to do a job, a high-pressure job with a cigarette hanging out of their mouth. But this case is wild. I mean, listen, you know, this crazy woman went down and and these people are like protesting and picketing outside the parents' house because the parents say, well, we don't know where he is. Now listen, somebody in my family committed a crime. I probably said the same thing. You know what I'm saying? But it's wild to see this aerial footage of the parents outside just tending to their garden when their son's on the loose with a burner phone. Last time he was seen was apparently at an AT&T store in North Point, Northport, excuse me, Florida. And I got to be honest with you, I was in a Best Buy once. This was probably four years ago. And the man in front of me, I was checking out. The man in front of me was buying 10 burner phones, okay? 
The lady checking him out at Best Buy looked at him, then kind of looked at me like it was a very awkward transaction. It was very obvious. And this man was pretty intimidating looking. He was a larger man, you know, had some pretty gnarly tats, had a tat on his face. It was like, okay, this man's, he's probably done some time. And I'm I'm not going to lie, like he's probably about to leave here and do a crime. And he looked at me, turned around, and we all kind of like nervously laughed. And he was like, we good? And I said, oh yeah, I didn't see anything. Literally, I said that. I didn't see anything. We laughed. He's like, literally goes, Gucci. That's how I came up with like Gucci gang. Said Gucci and then left the store. And I was like, oh my God. And then the woman who would check me out because I was next, we just didn't say anything. We laughed and I was just like, don't, we're not going to, I don't know. Couldn't tell you. You know what I'm saying? If I wanted to continue my life, I just, now I didn't, nope. Never made eye, he had glasses on. Couldn't see what the rest of his face looked like. You know, had a hat on, but a, a neck tat of something swirled. It was a swirl. It was a sun, maybe a yin yang, maybe a sun and a moon, a crescent, something. So maybe, you know, if he ends up back on the news, I might be able to identify him. But regardless, what I'm saying is he was very obvious about buying his burner phones. You know, you think he'd maybe hit a couple different Best Buys, maybe do two at one place, maybe five at the other. He just threw 12 in a basket and said, we got to fucking distribute these because we're about to sell some drugs. You know what I'm saying? That was an interesting situation. But regardless, this gentleman has bought a burner phone and he's, okay, so they're looking for him on the Appalachian Trail. Hold on, side note. This is where I was trying to go with this. I'm from the South. You know this. I talk about it all the time. A lot of shit goes down on the Appalachian Trail. I've never understood trail life. I don't get it. Like, congratulations to the people who decide to go off the grid and hike the Appalachian Trail. I know it's a very, you know, strenuous physical task, but it's also mentally jarring. I mean, you're sleeping outside, you're baking beans, you're shitting in a hole, you got to bury it. I have a dear friend, Lee, who did the Appalachian Trail. She has told me that when you go on the trail, you get a trail name. Okay, like, Boysenberry boobies, you know, Hollybush hussy. You get a name and that's what you go by. You don't go by your name. You go by your new nickname. So that's also another way for him to blend in. He doesn't have to tell people his name. So now they're thinking that the last he was seen, he was somewhere at the Tennessee, North Carolina border dipping into the trail. And when you're on the trail, you know, half these guys aren't, don't even have their cell phones out because they're one with nature. Do you know how easy it is to blend in? I mean, I'm just letting y'all know if you want to do a crime, if you did a crime and you need to hide out, you go to the trail. I mean, fuck, wasn't it like the Unabomber that they found digging in a dumpster outside of like a Shoney's that was 10 miles off the Appalachian Trail? And that's how they found him. What was his name? Eric Robert Rudolph? Was that it? Capture. Where was he captured? He was captured off the Appalachian Trail. Okay. Yep. Yes. Yep. Yep. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Where was he found? Reading quickly. Yeah. Okay. He was found in cabins up in, up in like the Appalachians. Yeah. They found him in the mountains. Yeah. Oh, he got very sick one winter, became malnourished. And that's when I guess they caught him. Wait, hold on. There were so many cabins up there that nobody goes anywhere near because they're owned by out-of-town people. Okay, so he's hiding out in cabins. He was hiding out in cabins off the Appalachian Trail. Y'all, this is, dog's on it. Dog is on it. But I'm just saying it's a little shady. So if you decide that you want to hit the trail, I need you to have your eyes and ears open. Maybe have a taser. I'm not saying you should attack other people on the trail. There's a lot of good folks that are just trying to clear their mind and have a cool human experience. But also sleep with one eye open on the trail. 
I also was told by my friend Lee that you go into these like little shelters at night, but it just has like a tin roof overhang and the, the rats crawl across you at night. Yeah, the mountain mice. And you know what I'm not doing? Hitting the trail. Now you can do a day part of the trail. You can like hop on, do a 20 mile hike, hop off, whatever. I'm not doing the trail. There are a lot of ways that I'd like to challenge myself physically, mentally, but it's not on the trail. And I appreciate you inviting me, but no. The only way I'm going on the trail is if I'm with dog. I look a little bit like his ex-wife, Beth. Large breasts. You know, sometimes I put on too much sunless tanner. Fried blonde hair. She and I are one. We both have raspy voices. Rest in peace. All I'm saying is keep your eyes open. If you're on the trail and for some reason I'm the only podcast you listen to, keep your eyes out for this Brian Laundry guy. Because guess what? Don't trust him. 99.9% sure he did murder that poor young girl. And I'm just saying, if, if Dog the Bounty Hunter finds him, none of us are paying taxes. So you know. So you know, that's it. And Dog will be our next president. You know who I trust to run pretty much the nation? A man in a leather vest. He hasn't washed his denim jeans in 50 fucking years. Do you know what those jeans have seen? A lot. And it's that kind of wisdom that's going to take us in to the new America. <laughs> And that's where we're at. That's where we're at. Okay, listen, I love you. I want to say thank you for calling into the hotline. Thank you for being a part of, you know, my life. And thanks for letting me bitch a little bit. It's been jarring coming back into reality, but I'm grateful for the people I have in my life and it all come together. Just got to let it go, baby. Just let it go. That's where we're at. Love you, mean it. Hope you are going to have a blessed week. You are will have a blessed week because if you're coming to my show in Indianapolis or Detroit, we're going to have a great time. As always, you can get tickets to my shows at heatherontour.com. It's been amazing seeing the world. It feels good to get back out there. It feels fantastic to travel. Thank you so much to the amazing hospitality in each city I've been to so far. And we are announcing more shows. We're just trying to finalize the contracts for those gigs now. We'll be announcing LA, San Francisco, Chicago, hopefully Canada soon. Some more stuff on the West Coast, some more stuff in the Midwest, Florida dates. We're, we're going all over. So please understand we are announcing more dates. Hang tight. I love you. I mean it. And um, stay off the trails. That's what's up. Ciao. Ciao, Bella. Arrivederci. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate us, and leave a review. And as always, follow me on Instagram at Heather K. McMahon. See you guys soon.